Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. This is the Roman Show Live. This is March 1st. It's the first episode of the month of March in 2017. This episode, we are joined by Emmanuel Rivera, who will be in action during Bellator's fight card, which takes place this Friday. On Spike TV, it airs. Okay, well, give us a call, 714-868-0222. The Roman Show starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Go. The Roman Show with your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome, everyone. It's another episode of The Roman Show. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's, it's, uh, it's been some time since we've uh, had the program live here on Block Talk Radio. We want to welcome you guys by calling in 714-868-0222. That's 714-868-0222. It'd be a pleasure to speak to you right here today on The Roman Show as we are live. You can also interact with us anytime on social media, especially on our Facebook account. That's Facebook forward slash Roman Show Media. Uh, and also on our Instagram, that is uh, Roman Show Media. And you can check it out too on Twitter. That's uh, at The Roman Show. Very simple to remember. That's at The Roman Show. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's All Roman Well, I'd like to get some of the house messages out of the way. Athlon Rod. Let me tell you about Athlon Rod. I'm a guy who trains a lot, works out a lot, hitting the bag, taking a couple of hits, practice the Muay Thai, hit the weights. Sometimes I just come back home very uh, tense with my muscles. I rub a little bit of Athlon rub in my body, and let me tell you, before, during, and after, I am absolutely feeling great because the pain just goes away. Check it out, AthlonRub.com, for more information. You can send us an email, info at theromanshow.com, and guess what? We will ship you a free sample. Info at theromanshow.com. Just provide your name and address. We'll ship you a sample. That's info at theromanshow.com. For more details, you can visit theromanshow.com. Also, chirotherapy. It's the latest trend. Everyone's doing it, and rightfully so. It's for a good reason. Check out Fire and Ice Chirotherapy. They are located in Davie, Florida, and in Coconut Creek, Florida. They have great, great... I mean, let me just tell you. When you walk in there, uh, they put you in this machine... They freeze you up, and you walk out like a champ, brand new. Again, they're located in Coconut Creek and in Davie. That is Fire and Ice 
Chiral Therapy. Check them out and uh, let us know about how you feel. Chiral and Ice, Chiral Therapy, fireandice.com. Check it out and then let us know what it's all about. Okay, and lastly, you need a massage. The place, the place you need to go is Massages in Space. Massagesinspace.com, check them out. They are located in Miami, Florida. That's massagesinspace.com. For more details, you will walk out there absolutely great, as you can tell. Now that I've taken care of my body. I do a little chirotherapy, rub a little asthma rob, and then top it off with a nice massage and massages in space. You can't go wrong with that. Okay, we're going to get things started here with the reality check. Talk to pro wrestling. And now, it's time to give you a reality check. Well, the internet is going crazy. Matt and Jeff Hardy are not re-signing with Impact Wrestling. They are freelancers. They are free agents. They are able to wrestle for whomever, well, shows them the money. Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy, of course, have been the latest, hottest thing for Impact Wrestling. I myself have been a big fan of them. Who could not forget Total Nonstop Deletion back in December? Very little different. Very different as far as uh, our usual wrestling shows that we see on uh, Monday nights and Tuesday nights. However, it got a lot of got the buzz going. It got a, a lot of viewership, especially online. So Jeff and Matt are freelancers. They're free agents. They are looking for work, and obviously someone's going to pick them up. They sent a cryptic tweet, tweet message to none other than Bray Wyatt. You imagine the Wyatt versus the Hardys, and they also sent another cryptic message to the Elite. Could we see them in New Japan for wrestling? Well, whatever they are, I can tell you that these guys are going to be all right. They are going to be fine as far as work. However, I would love to see them back in the WWE. Can you just imagine the promos you would have with Bray Wyatt and, uh, and, uh, and Broken Matt? How awesome that would be. Imagine that at WrestleMania. I mean, I know it's obviously very, it's already pretty too much too late for WrestleMania to see that. But how cool would that be to see uh, Broken Matt and Jeff Hardy tag teaming in the WWE against those tag teams right now? And, you know, if you really look at it, they, they, the WWE has some great talent right now. You got Gallows and, um, and Anderson with the champs over there at Raw. You got the Wyatts. You know, you could always put Bray Wyatt to team them up with Luke. Um, you also have the New Day, of course. Uh, you have so much talent out there that can compete with the Matt, with the Hardys. It'd be so great to see this tag team back in pro wrestling's WWE. Now, not only are the Hardys away or are leaving Impact Wrestling, so is Mike Bennett and Galloway. Both these guys are also gone from Impact Wrestling and. Those four guys, I got to tell you, were hot talent in Impact Wrestling. Yeah, you got Bobby Lashley, and you got uh, EC3 and, and the rest of the guys. But, you know, these guys these guys were hot, especially Matt and Jeff Hardy. They were, they were a fire. 
They were on fire. Everyone was tuning in to check these guys out. What is Matt Hardy going to do? And, and, and remember, these guys had creative control uh, as far as what went on. And I think that's going to be a little difficult for them because obviously the WWE is not going to let them have so much control over a while. But either way, hopefully something comes along and the Hardys come back to the WWE. I mean, obviously they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. So let's see what takes place from here on out. It's going to be definitely very interesting. We talked about the Elite. We talked about New Japan. Check this out. This is how hot the Elite and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are. They're launching their own shoes. They are selling limited edition shoes. The Elite's Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks appear on these shoes. There are 50 pairs that uh, are limited. And each will run for about $185 plus shipping. Uh, the shoes will be available in men's sizes from 5 to 15. And the pre-sale starts today, Wednesday, March 1st. And new, uh, I already started uh, earlier today. Uh, you can visit Omega's uh, page, webpage, or the Bucks webpage, or uh, on Pro Wrestling Tees for more information. Can you believe that? These guys are not even on the union. They're selling their own merchandise. 185 bucks for a pair of shoes featuring the elites, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. Of course, Cody Rhodes was late to the party, so he couldn't make the cut. So for now, you're going to get the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. As you know, WrestleMania is around the corner, and the card, little by little, is picking up. And, well, there are many, many matches that we'd like to see and one that had been rumored for a very long time was none other than Shaq versus The Big Show. And although it seemed like it was penciled in and it was going to take place, it no longer seems that way. Shaq has gone on the record and said that it's not his fault, but it seems that the match between him and Big Show might not be possible, will not probably happen as planned. However, The Big Show says he is, down to fight. He's okay to wrestle Shaq. In fact, he's been losing a lot of great, uh, a lot of weight. He looks great in shape. And he said that is not up to him. February 2018 is his, con- his contract is due. So he would have to be uh, renewed that. So who knows if the Big Show will be available for another WrestleMania. So possibly this would be, have been his maybe his last WrestleMania. And of course, what better way than to top it off by taking on Shaq. Big Diesel. So, we don't know exactly the details, but I'm going to guess that the reason why this thing is not happening is because of money. Apparently, Shaq has been training. But I think that the WWE and Shaq have to come to an agreement to let this thing happen. I know some people don't want it to happen. They said, oh, this is a waste of time. However, for entertainment's sake, I think it'd be great. Plus, you got Shaq who's a stud in, in, in basketball. He's a Hall of Famer. So is the big show in, w, in the WWE. They're both big guys. They're going to have fun. What the heck? Let these two battle. WWE, put the cash. Let's watch some of this entertainment. Again, it's, you're not going to get a Braun Strowman versus Big Show type of caliber match here between Shaq and the Big Show. But it's entertainment, guys. Plus, we need a celebrity on, on WrestleMania. Right now, we don't 
I, I, I can't. They haven't mentioned anyone. I mean, for goodness sake, they have the New Day being the host. So, come on, guys. Put Shaq and the Big Show one-on-one at WrestleMania. Guys, call in. 714-868-0222. That's 714-868-0222. Let's talk some sports, some pro wrestling, some MMA, anything that is on your mind right here on the Roman Show. In just a few seconds, we're going to welcome in Emmanuel Rivera, who will be battling this weekend or this Friday, actually, versus Treston Thomason, uh, uh, part of the Bellator fight card, which will air on Spike uh, Emmanuel Rivera fighting out of Oklahoma. He is fighting in his backyard, and boy, is he excited. So we're going to welcome right now Emmanuel Rivera to the Roman Show again. Please call in 714-868-0222. All right, well, welcome here, everyone, to the Roman Show. On the line, I have Emmanuel Rivera. He'll be in action March 3rd for Bellator. He takes on Tristan Thomason, uh, Thomason, and you can check that out um, on Spike TV. He's part of the preliminary card. Uh, you can check it out. Emmanuel, thanks so much for taking your time and speaking to me, man. Hey, no problem, man. So, Emmanuel, uh, talk to me a little bit about this fight coming up. This guy's 10-4. You're undefeated. Uh, how do you feel going into the fight? Uh, man, I feel great, man. I've, I was just, uh, you know, tightened some things up. Obviously, um, I learned a lot on the in my last match. Um, you know, it went a good three rounds. I wouldn't say a war, but uh, it was a good three rounds to experience that. A lot of my fights been, uh, you know, small first round finishes, or second round finishes, stuff like that. So it's good to get that experience. So I feel good. Is that what you're trying to eye? I mean, what is your perfect fight against this guy, Treston? Perfect fight, man, is just to get him out, TKO, you know, uh, make him quit. Keep punching him until he says no more and until his uh, body language breaks down. So um, that's that's the way I, I like to uh, I like to break him and uh, make him quit. That's that's what I uh, like to do out there. You know, I don't like to just get that knockout. They don't have a choice but to uh, go to sleep. But I like the TKOs, man. I think that's, the, that's something mental that, that, you know, you either – try to survive or you quit and sit there and take the punches until the referee steps in. Now, Dresden has 14 fights, so he's, he's, he's been around for some time. Uh, what can you tell me about him that, uh, that really kind of grabs your attention as a fighter? Uh, I, I know he's uh, slick on the ground. You know, I saw his fight, uh, uh, the last fight in December he had, and uh, he caught the guy uh, in, in an in a armbar off his back, and it was pretty slick, so... I don't, that's all I really know about him. I mean, I know he has some experience. Uh, I don't think he has great stand-up. I think that's that's what I'll expose. And uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm 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 just I'm taking the step up here, and I'm ready for the challenge, man. I'm, I'm more than prepared. Now you you fought for other promotions, of course, uh, like uh, Legacy, which is very well known. But this is Bellator. I mean, this is uh, a pretty big deal for you. How do you feel about debuting? And how did what was your reaction when you got the phone call that you were going to be part of this fight card? Man, it's a it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing to get an opportunity. I've only been a pro for two years, uh, three years, or uh, yeah, less than three years. So uh, it's opportunity. You know, it's it's just a great opportunity for me to to get talked about and thrown in the mix with the top rankings and stuff like that. So I think this guy is if I if I finish him uh, early and in a good fashion, I think uh, you know it, it definitely 
uh, catapults me up, you know, a lot. So I don't, I don't want to take the easy fights. So I want to be able to move up as quick as I can. And uh, Tristan, I think, is a good guy. Now, explain it to me, because here on your amateur record, and correct me if I'm wrong, I have it that you're, you're one and two, and then in your pro career, you're undefeated. Um, if that is so... Uh, amateur record is five and two. Oh, five and two. Okay, yeah, so Sherlock has yeah. it wrong. Sherlock has it wrong. Okay. So, yeah. you, you've been undefeated, you know, sometimes the fighters, as they go in, they always have that thing to keep that... that um, that undefeated streak going. How how does that play into into your fight? Do you just keep going and just not even pay attention to that? No, I mean uh, I just focus on the fight, man. I, I don't really try to dwell on staying undefeated. I just I uh, obviously that's I would love that. Obviously that's why that's what I, uh, I I go out to do is train my ass off so I can go and you know keep my keep my O. But you know I just focus on the fight one by one. Focus on uh, I don't really have too much of a game plan. I mean it's just to pick them apart. You know, I, I I like to avoid the ground, but I'm ready if I go if I go to the ground. Uh, I'm sure my my ground is underrated, you know, because because uh, I don't you know I like to stand up and I have good uh, takedown defense. So uh, that's so I feel I just feel good. Everything everything's coming in uh, nicely, and uh, I'm just ready to go, man. So how did you get started in mixed martial arts? Tell me a little history how you got involved with the sport and, and yeah, man. I've always been a fan growing up of martial arts. My my parents and. Uh, you know, I had cousins growing up that were all my age, you know, close, close to my age. And uh, we always have, you know, those backyard boxing, you know, parties, stuff like that. So, uh, so I fell in love just with the competition of, of fighting. And uh, I, uh, I was literally watching TV, watching the UFC, you know, Chuck Liddell back in the day, stuff like that. So, and uh, I told my roommate I felt like I could do this. So I've, I've done, like I said, I understood the art of uh, of boxing, I, I, you know, I do YouTube videos and hit my bag outside in the garage, stuff like that. So, but I didn't really have any background, man. Uh, uh, I didn't have any wrestling, any, no no wrestling in high school. Uh, you know, absolutely nothing, no jujitsu, nothing. So I came in kind of late. Uh, I got off the couch about 24, started training, and uh, and turned pro about 28. And you know, now I'm getting an opportunity to fight for Bellator. So. But my uncle and my dad both uh, have been a big part of a big influence on, in, in the martial arts. They've always, I've always been around martial arts. My dad has always had the US, old UFC stuff, and you know, growing up on all the Bruce Lee movies, all that. So I've always loved martial arts, and uh, just to be part of it and actually fighting for for Bellator, man, it's a blessing. And I'm just blessed to be here, and I'm gonna make the most of it. So you mentioned the backyard fights. Uh, so did you participate in some of them? Because one guy that comes to mind is George Masvidal of the UFC, who who started off. Um, pretty much you could say he started off his career in the backyard and then obviously look at him now he's in the UFC did, did you do anything did you post him on YouTube or anything like that did it went viral man no nothing like that uh, I, I would do it all the time I had a bunch of friends I would do it with and, and I lived in Vegas for a while and I would do them there all the time and uh, when I left Vegas I actually told the guys that I, I really wanted to pursue you know doing MMA or boxing or something I was 21 when I left uh, Vegas, and you know, within three years, I, like I said, I was watching the, got up and did it. But yeah, I mean, I did a whole bunch of uh, backyard boxing and stuff like that. No, nothing like bare knuckle, you know. Uh, we were, it was all uh, with gloves, stuff like that. Obviously, if you fight on the street, stuff like that. But nothing, uh, nothing crazy, man. I was just, I uh, loved. We kept it safe with the gloves, you know. At least we tried to. I wouldn't say we, it was real safe, but. Uh, but yeah, so I I just fell in love with it with the with the art of getting punched and then try to get him try to get the guy back even better. 
So you 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 lived in Vegas and now you're in Oklahoma. Yeah, well, I'm originally from Chicago, and then uh, from Chicago, I looped, I moved to Oklahoma. From Oklahoma, I moved to Vegas. From Vegas, moved back to Oklahoma. So I'm in Oklahoma City now. So where where are you training at in Oklahoma? And, and uh, any other guys that we, that uh, we know as far as uh, the fight for the UFC or Bellator that you train with? Uh, yeah, uh, Derek Atkins. I, I train with the, the Oklahoma Wrestling Academy. I joined Oklahoma Wrestling Academy because I have no, I had no wrestling, you know. So I had to obviously uh, go to a wrestling. I wanted to get some pure wrestling. So Oklahoma Wrestling Academy is where I do my wrestling and some of the ground stuff and a lot of guys. I've been with them for years, but um, right before I went pro, I uh, joined American Elite, which is only a mile away from the wrestling academy, conveniently. So. Um, I joined the team down there, and I, I trained with like Derek Atkins. He uh, he just had a, he just coming off a win in Bellator, uh, and uh, also uh, Jack, the Jackson brothers, Ken, Ken and Mike Jackson. They're just two. They're twins. They're experienced. They're uh, you know they're they're about 28, 30 years old, but they have so much experience. They've been the, to, to Thailand. They live there to Brazil. So I mean, uh, and then you got T.J. Tomlin, which is uh, the the jiu-jitsu coach and the owner of American Elite. So. Uh, I got a lot of the top guys, man, the top guys in the state, you know, and I believe that Derek Atkins also is one of the top guys in the state and nation, so. So aside from your training, you're also involved at, get me wrong, you said you were, you were a dancer and you're also involved with radio. Yeah, man, I, I, taught, I taught ballroom dancing uh, at really? elementary school. It was a, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a mentoring program. Uh, my parents were actually salsa competitors. Uh, back in the day in Chicago, huh. and they would compete, you know, so it, it's, I've always been around, especially with my, you know, with my uh, ethnicity, I've always around uh, dancing and stuff like that, so I uh, got here, there was a mentor program that uh, that also paid well, and it was just awesome all around, a life change ballroom was called, and what they do is go to different schools, and, uh, and a lot of them are, are troubled schools, you know, so, and we go, and you ever seen the movie, uh, um, What's, uh, what's it called? With Antonio Banderas, with uh, that he goes in and 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 fixes the school or w w one of the schools and teaches ballroom dancing. I don't know if you remember that, but <sighs> that's where the idea came from, actually. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So we we teach uh, ballroom dancing. We kids salsa, merengue, all that stuff, man. Look at that. So you're gonna pull some moves after the victory? <laughs> nah, man, I, I might. You might see some salsa dancing. <laughs> And then the radio, so you, so you, you, I mean, you have this opportunity, obviously, to speak some some MMA, like you were telling me off the air, and uh, and you do the technical stuff. It's like this is something you want to pursue after um, MMA or or while you train. Man, uh, actually, I got into MMA, um, and I want to stay doing something with MMA. So whether I'm on the radio talking about MMA or I'm training people or both. That's why I just want to be involved in MMA whenever I'm done. You know what I mean? So uh, I got, I, I, like I said, I'm blessed to be working at the radio station, and they let me on, on the Sports Animal. It's one of the stations here, um, and uh, and we do some of the MMA talk. Uh, you know, when, like I said, when big things come up, you know, Ronda Rousey, Conor McGregor stuff. So um, we we talk about it. They let, and, and it's great promotion for me, man. They help me out a lot. So they they do a great job promoting me all the time. These guys, all the sports guys, they all go to the fights. So I got a uh, great support here, man, I'm, and I'm, I'm definitely blessed to have it. Now, your parents are from Mexico. Uh, how was there? So, did you get your full support from from both your mom and dad uh, becoming a pro mixed martial artist? Because you know how some moms get—they don't like to get their son, <laughs> you know, throwing punches or bloodied up. You know how they get. 
I know, man. Sometimes I don't know why I buy my mom a ticket because she covers her eyes the whole time. So, but she—it's not her—it's not her first choice for her son to go and fight. But she knows I love it. She supports me 100%. But my dad loves it, man. He's like I said, he was a martial arts fan. Uh, been for you know, for growing up, boxing fan, huge boxing fan. We used to watch all the boxing matches. De La Hoya, Cesar, Julio Cesar Chavez, growing up. So. Um, he's a huge fan. He helps me a lot. My mom helps me a lot. So they're they're big supporters, man. And uh, you know, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have this work ethic. So, so coming up to this fight, <clears throat> of course, um, if you want to say something, what can we expect? What can the folks, people, uh, what the, what the fans will see uh, from you uh, come on the third of March? Man, you come and uh, you watch me do my thing, man. That's 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 all I, I got to say, really. It's just the striking. I love the striking. I love to pick them apart. I love to make these guys not want to be there anymore. And that's what I'll do. I'll pick them apart. I'll uh, land a few shots here and there. And then once I want to finish it, I'll finish it. I, I'm feeling the second round. So I really feel like uh, I can I can frustrate him by the second round. I know he's, he's been in the game for a while, so it might take a little longer to frustrate uh, frustrate him than some of the other guys. But but uh, I feel like I, I feel good. Everything's good. Everything's on point. You know, everything's precise, so I'm good to go, man. Awesome. Well, Manny, thanks so much for your time, man, and good luck. All right, man. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Yes, indeed, it's time to speak to Mixed Martial Arts. What a big news of the day or the week. George St. Pierre, as we have learned, is returning to the UFC. He will be competing in the Octagon. And uh, UFC President Dana White has made the announcement that he, his first fight will be against none other than the middleweight champion, Michael Bisping. As we have learned... Yoel Romero was scheduled to fight Bisping for the title. However, with, with the return of GSP, the former welterweight champion is getting a crack at Bisping's title. Is this wrong? Well, let's be honest here. It all comes down to dollars and cents. And when you think of GSP's comeback, you think money. Well, why not make his comeback even a lot bigger and put him up against another champion? we got to remember, when GSP retired, he retired as a champion. So you got to give this man his or some type of belt, right? You got to give this guy some sort of credibility here. It's not like he's just some bum off the street who fought and retired after losing three in a row. Now, this is a guy who retired with the title. So rightfully so, it does make sense. Does Joel Romero deserve a shot? Of course he does. Now, I will tell you, looking at this fight between Bisping and GSP, which they has not been set yet, GSP goes in with the upper hand. Because obviously, GSP's wrestling is top-notch. Michael Bisping's is not. So, we could be seeing a GSP versus a Yoel Romero. And let me tell you, Yoel Romero has his hands full if he does take on GSP. Because again, GSP's wrestling is at another level. Interesting to see... Uh, this fight between GSP and Bisping, these two guys are, are veterans of the sport. They've been in there. 
in the octagon for some time. So curious to see who will come out the victor there. But again, my money goes to GSP. He should win this. Of course, he's been away from the octagon for some time. He's he, the guy looks in great shape. I mean, we all know that he has not stopped training. So, in fact, he might come out even a lot better, knowing that his body has healed from any sort of injury or ailment. So GSP, we're going to get possibly one of the best GSPs that we've seen when he returns to the octagon. Okay, moving forward. Tony Ferguson and Habib Nurmagomedov will take each other or will fight each other this weekend for the interim title, the interim lightweight title. Of course, the winner of this will go on to fight none other than the current lightweight champion, Conor McGregor, who currently is on a hiatus. So, Ferguson, Norma Gadev, have had a lot, a lot of attention, more so than the main event of Tyrone Woodley, the welterweight champion, versus Stephen Thompson. Ferguson and Norma Gadev have been stealing the spotlight for this upcoming UFC 209 pay-per-view. Other fights in that card, you have Mark Hunt, versus Alistair Overeem, that should be interesting. Two big dudes, two heavyweights, duking it out one-on-one. Let's see who comes out on top. But I got my money. See, this is a very tough fight to pick on Ferguson and Norma Gadif. Both of these guys are just great, especially for Ferguson. He hits you with some things that you did not expect. And, and Norma Gadif, this guy is just explosive, a strong dude. Heavy, uh, his wrestling is top-notch. And, and I mean, this could go either way, to be honest. But I'm going to give a slight edge to Norma Gadev, the way that he's been fighting recently and taking on his opponents. But it's going to be a very, very interesting fight, possibly the fight of the night. Steven Thompson versus Woodley. I see Woodley coming out on top. Of course, the first one was a draw. It was very controversial. And uh, let's see if we get a final, final, final for it here. Uh uh, a victory, right, between either Woodley or Thompson that we can finally say, okay, look, you won fair and square. So check that out, UFC 209. And as you heard, Emmanuel Rivera will be part of that Bellator fight card, which that will take place on Friday. So you don't want to miss that on Spike TV. That is this Friday on Spike TV, Bellator's upcoming fight, which uh, obviously very, very exciting. Uh, that is uh, featuring the main event there of Marlos Conan versus Julia Budd. You don't want to miss that. They also got USC veteran Kendall Grove versus Mike Rhodes, Fernando Gonzalez versus Brandon Gertz, uh, and the list goes on and on. Check that out this Friday, March 3rd, Bellator 174, live on Spike TV. Again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to The Roman Show. We will be back next week with Heather Monroe, you saw her taking on Nia Jax on Monday Night Raw. Well, Heather Monroe is joining the Roman Show to talk about her career, how she got started, and will we see her at one of the indie shows during WrestleMania weekend? Well, she lets us in on the scoop. Heather Monroe, the beautiful and talented pro wrestler, will join us right here on the program Once again, make sure to follow us on our social media accounts, Instagram and Facebook, it's Roman Show Media, and on Twitter, 
The Roman Show, and on YouTube, our Roman O Tool One. Visit our website, theromanshow.com, where we are always live all the time. Well, I want to thank you so very much for tuning into the program. Catch us on our social media account again. We are very active. And if you want a free sample of Af at uh, of Athlon Rub, make sure you send us an email at, at info at the Roman Show. That's info at the Roman Show dot com, and we'll send you a free shipment of Athlon Rub. George will be with me next week. We'll catch you next week on the Roman Show. Enjoy the weekend, guys. Thanks for tuning in.